Hi, I'm Liza, and I've been reading tarot professionally for well over a decade. And this is Tarot for the Modern Reader, the podcast that will teach you simple, actionable techniques to read the cards with more clarity, accuracy, and ease, so you can get real answers to real questions for real people, including yourself, in today's modern world. Whether your readings are for guidance or prediction, I'll help you 86 the doubt and confusion and take your skills and confidence to the next level so you can become the best tarot reader you know. This is Tarot for the Modern Reader. Hello and welcome to the Tarot for the Modern Reader podcast. My name is Liza, I'm your host, and this is episode number 18, The Astrology of the Tarot in the Major Arcana. So astrology is a big part of the tarot, particularly the Major Arcana. Now, metaphysical disciplines don't exist in a vacuum. Each is related to and intertwined with many other disciplines. In today's episode, I want to share a little bit about how astrology and tarot can work together. And specifically in this episode, we're going to touch on the major arcana. So we will discuss the minors in another episode because they have their own astrological correlations as well. They are just factored and uh, created a little bit differently. Now, tarot and astrology are both part of a bigger system. If you are familiar, for example, with Kabbalah, um, the tarot and astrology are two disciplines that come directly from the Kabbalah. Um, The study of tarot and the study of astrology are all intricately uh, intertwined with Kabbalah. And when you study any one of these practices, you gain an understanding of all three. So if any of these other disciplines are of interest to you, then I would suggest taking them up at the same time that you are working through your tarot studies. One will definitely help you with the other. Um, And that's something that I've talked about in the past, that I started studying tarot and astrology at the same time, which was incredibly helpful. It was like learning two languages um, at the same time. And when I took up a study of Kabbalah years later, even though that is probably the one I should have started with, um, I had a much easier time understanding Kabbalah because I already had a deep understanding of tarot and astrology. So that's just something that I want to throw out there, that these systems are all already completely intertwined. And if you find this article or this episode fascinating, um, how we have our major arcana and the astrology that goes along with them, then I want to invite you to get into a deeper study. And that's something that we might discuss more on this podcast as well. I find that as we're going along, these are the topics that I find to be the most interesting and the most relevant to our lives, which is really why we practice the tarot anyway, isn't it? To help ourselves and to help our clients lead better lives. Okay, so let's get started with today's episode. There are 22 major arcana. There are also 12 signs and 10 planetary bodies. Again, that equals 22. 
So using the astrology of the major arcana is a great way to read for timing. A card can indicate a time of year, such as tourist season, or a transit of that particular planet that's associated with that sign. Using both systems is also an excellent way to understand the other one that you haven't studied or mastered yet. And again, that's because the meanings of the cards and their associated sign or planet are so similar that it makes it easier to build your knowledge of one when you already have an understanding of the other. So if you're unfamiliar with astrology and still relatively new to tarot, there will never be a better time to learn both. It might sound a little counterintuitive to making progress by studying two disciplines at the same time, but it really is like raising a child in a bilingual household. The best time to learn that second language is as early as possible and in conjunction with the first. And in this case, we're just talking about the language of tarot and astrology. Now, the other reason the astrology of the major arcana is significant is because it can show you where you are in a particularly challenging cycle of a planet in your astrology chart. So seeing that coordinating card turn up in a reading can be an indicator that there are bigger karmic and astrological events at play in your life. So the astrology of our tarot cards, particularly the major arcana, can uncover so many additional meanings in a reading. The universe will deliver messages to us from our Rolodex of meanings that we've amassed for a particular card. So by understanding the associated astrology of a card, we have simply expanded our meaning of the cards. And as such, we've added to our mental Rolodex. So astrology, like tarot, has four elements, fire, water, air, and earth. So these correlate to our minor suits, but also to each of our majors. Each major card has an element assigned to it and in conjunction with which planet or sign that it's associated with. So as such, each of our major arcana is either a fire energy, a water energy, an air energy, or an earth energy. Now, at one time, there were only seven heavenly bodies before the discovery of the three outer planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. Yet our tarot deck was created by all accounts of our knowledge in the late 1400s, long before the discovery of these three planets. So at the time, these cards were simply assigned elemental attributes, the ones that we now associate with those signs, rather than a planet or a sign, because there weren't enough to go around. But What might it say about the universe and man that the inception of these cards came with enough major arcana cards to include the heavenly bodies that man had not yet discovered? Just something to think about. Okay, so let's talk about the associations of astrology and the major arcana cards. Now, in this episode, we're not going to do a long deep dive on every single card and the astrology that goes with it. For now, in this episode, I just want to open your mind to the idea that this topic exists and to tell you which of those cards go with which planets and signs so that you can start making a mental note of this to add to your Rolodex of meanings. So for example, the Fool is associated with Uranus, so that when the Fool card shows up in one of your readings, one of the meanings for you would be 
Am I having a Uranus transit right now? Is something going on in the sky with Uranus that's creating, you know, this energy? And we can do that with all of our cards. And often when a major arcana card comes up in my readings, that is one of my first considerations, or at least one of my important considerations. There's never a moment for me that the two don't coexist in my mind. So for every major arcana card that comes up in a reading, the associated astrology comes up with it in my mind as well. Okay, so here they are. Here is your list of associations. So if you happen to have a pen or a paper handy, then you want to uh, make a list. You're more than welcome to. If not, these will be here in this uh, episode to refer back to. And of course, you can find them on the internet anywhere just with a few keystrokes. Okay, the fool is associated with the planet Uranus. The magician is associated with Mercury. And if you know anything about any of our planets, then it'll make sense to you. Like when we talk about Mercury retrograde, you know, and all the things that we know about Mercury retrograde and what Mercury rules, these are all things that we know the magician rules. The high priestess, she's ruled by the moon. Makes complete sense, right? The empress, she's ruled by Venus, the ultimate earth mother. The emperor, of course, he's assigned to the sign of Aries, which is the ultimate masculine energy. The Hierophant, he's associated with the sign of Taurus. The Lovers is assigned to the sign of Gemini, which might take you by surprise at first because you may think that the Lovers would be better suited to be assigned to the sign or the, yes, the planet or the sign that goes along with Venus. But if we think back to some of our oldest meanings of the lover's card, uh, the lover's card also can indicate a choice. And it's card number six, which is a card of balance. And these are both themes that go with Gemini. The chariot, cancer, that might seem a little unusual, but I have a episode that we'll be doing upcoming all about the summer solstice and the sign of cancer and the card of the chariot. And if you think about cancer, the crab with his shell on his back that he takes everywhere with him, this is very much like the charioteer who takes his chariot, his protection all around him and his armor everywhere he goes. Strength is assigned to the sign of Leo. The hermit is Virgo, the Wheel of Fortune, Lucky Jupiter, Justice, the sign of balance, Libra, the Hanged Man, Neptune, Death, what better sign than Scorpio, Temperance, Sagittarius, the Devil, Capricorn, the Tower, Mars, that explosive energy, the Star, Aquarius, the moon card is ruled by the sign of Pisces. The sun card is ruled by the sun. Judgment is ruled by the planet Pluto. And the world card is ruled by the planet Saturn. Now, as you listen to that list, even as a beginner, you can see some correlations. For example, most people know that Mars is a planet that can bring aggression and explosive outbursts under bad aspects. Well, this sounds very similar to the tower energy, doesn't it? Libra is all about balance. So of course it's associated with justice and the scales. After all, scales are the icon that represent the sign of Libra. 
Scorpio season is known for that season of life that we are purging things. It's the fall at a time when our gardens are being harvested for the last time and what is left of the plant matter returns to the earth. This is death, is it not? Now you'll also notice that each card has a sister card, more or less. As you can see, since each planet rules a sign in astrology and they have similar energies, then we also have tarot major arcana that have similar energies. So let's, let's look again at death associated with Scorpio. Scorpio is ruled by Pluto, meaning the planet and the sign have similar meanings. In the tarot, judgment is ruled by Pluto, and that has a similar energy to death, which is ruled by Scorpio. Now, many times people will sugarcoat the death card by calling it transformation. And in some ways, it is. A transformation does occur most of the time with death, but the two are not synonymous. Death is just the beginning of that transformation. Something old has to die. Death is the ending We see the transformation take place, however, in judgment. We see that call to action, that call to the next level. That comes in judgment. So how can we use astrology in our tarot readings? Well, my favorite way to use astrology in the tarot readings is for timing. Like I mentioned, I will use the month or the astrological season represented by the card as an indication of timing. So this is particularly useful if the sign indicated is within the next few months and it becomes a very plausible meaning for this card in the reading at the time. Sometimes the card will indicate the transit of a planet So, for example, the empress could be an indication that it's a good time to focus on love or money. Sure, you might already think this because you know that's what the card means. However, if you use it as a clue to look at your own chart, you know, and look at the transits going on there, there'll be more information in your chart that lets you know if the focus is on love or if the focus is on money and which day is your gold star. A lot of times the card could just be saying, look at your chart, look at your chart, go look at Venus right now. It's making a conjunction to your sun. This is going to be a gold star day. And you didn't know it until you got tipped off in your reading. Now, I also like to use these cards as indicators of important astrological transits and cycles. So anytime I receive a major arcana card in a reading, particularly a challenging situation and a challenging card as well, such as death or the devil, I like to look at my chart to see if I'm having a difficult transit occurring in my life. There are some transits that we all go through at various times of our lives, and these transits can last several years. And when these cards come up, they can be an indication that this is just a transit that you're going through. And it's one that we all go through at certain times of our lives. And there's no getting around it. There's only going through it. This is actually something that I did a workshop on a few years ago. So if you are interested in that, I will put the link to the recording in the show notes. It was called The Bad Boys of the Tarot and the Zodiac. And the purpose of that was to show you how to recognize when those difficult cards that are coming up in your reading, like death, the devil, the tower, when they're actually coming up as indicators of these difficult transits and how those challenging planets, you know, are 
are in your life and what they're doing and how you can best navigate them so that you can grow and transform and learn the lessons that these transits are bringing you rather than being blindsided by them and, you know, wondering why you're flailing around helplessly. I think I even included a few spreads for each of those transits as well. But if you're interested in that, you can find that in the show notes. Like I said, we did that a few years ago. I think it's been two years now. So it's called the Bad Boys of the Tarot and the Zodiac. Okay, so that is a brief overview on the astrology of the tarot in the major arcana. Um, That gives you a description on which cards go with which signs and which planets. And more than anything, I'm kind of hoping that it just piques your interest in learning a little bit more about astrology if you're not already an astrology lover and how it can just add another layer of meaning to your tarot readings. Okay, well, that is it for this episode. On the next episode, we are going to delve a little bit into the minor arcana and what the astrological correlations look like in our minor arcana as well. So if you enjoyed this one, I hope you tune in to the next one. And if you haven't subscribed yet or if you haven't left a review, if you are enjoying this podcast, I would absolutely so appreciate if you would do either or both of those things. Um, Podcasts work on algorithms more than anything else, just like social media. So if you are liking the podcast um, and you subscribe, then you will get notified every time that we have a new episode and a review just helps us get it out into the world, into the earbuds of more listeners. Okay, that is it, and I will see you in the next one. Bye.